All right. Keeping an eye on what's going on in Ottawa today, on two fronts, as I said earlier, in the House of Commons, MPs are debating the Emergencies Act. That's been going on for about an hour and a half now and continues. Meanwhile, outside, it's pouring rain, and at the same time, some fencing is going up, and police officers are apparently, uh, they've taken to Twitter, and they're still spreading the word that, hey, you need to go, you need to go, and they are promising some kind of enforcement the likes of which people in Ottawa haven't seen before. Not sure what it means, not sure when it's going to start, not sure what the response is going to be. We'll have to see. I don't know. Because um, when you take a look at who's involved in this, there will be some, and some yesterday who said, okay, enough is enough, and they left, right? They were there, and they had their, their protest or whatever, but they they didn't want to go any farther, and they, and they went home yesterday, some of the trucks. Um, same thing happened to Coots, right? People just said, okay, this has gotten out of hand, we're out of here, we're leaving. Um, um, same thing at the borders in Windsor. Most people left. Not everybody, though. There is a cell or a group or some people that are really, really, really dug in around this. And it, for these people, I firmly believe it's not about mandates. And I've said this before on the air. It's not about vaccines. It's not about masks. It's not about any of that stuff. Um, you've heard me say it a thousand times. If it wasn't those things, it would be something else. There would be another reason to be angry. Maybe not this angry. Maybe this was the catalyst that sparked the protest. But now you've got all kinds of different groups and people and all kinds of hangers on and people that are just angry, that are outraged, that want to be part of this. And they're there. I, I, it, it's the don't tell me what to do. It, it's performative. It's, uh, it's all done for social media. It's all done live. There's, there, there's little... I don't know if you want to call it like ecosystems that build up around this and they start to feed themselves and it turns into a movement or a cause, but it's exciting. It's, it's, that's what I firmly believe it is for a lot of people. It starts off with a legitimate concern, but now we're into a point where it's the same actors and they've done this before. They've started this since long before COVID even existed. They were part of protest movements and part of, you know, separatist parties and the list goes on, right? So it's just the latest manifestation of, I don't like what's going on. There's a technical term for it, though. We're going to chat with Dr. Fiona McDonald, who's an assistant professor in political science at the University of Northern British Columbia. Uh, Dr. McDonald, thank you for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Oh, thank you for the invitation. Uh, I really like the piece you wrote. Um, I call it, don't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. I'm a warrior, whatever the case may be. But you've got a, a clinical term for this, right? Uh, and maybe not clinical, but aggrieved entitlement. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that concept does capture uh, precisely what you were describing in this movement. Um, But don't tell me what to do. Um, And it's basically a sense that something that you should, you believe you should have some kind of benefit or status, right, position in society um, has been wrongfully taken or denied you by some larger forces. And uh, I think that really does explain exactly what's happening here. I think so, too. And, and like I say, um, we, we, we talk about, oh, this is about mandates. Lift the mandates. No, it's not. It's not about the no. mandates because this has been going on over and over and over for different reasons. This is probably the biggest one in Canada, but it's the same as all the other ones, right? It's, that, it's the outrage that's motivating this, not the cause. Exactly. It is outrage. I think, you know, when people feel... Um, this kind of aggrieved entitlement, when they feel that they um, don't have what they are supposed to have, they don't have the status they're supposed to have, whatever it is in their mind, uh, this can lead to uh, feelings of humiliation. 
And those feelings of humiliation can lead to rage and potentially violence. When we're seeing this, I mean, I... I'm just wondering, it seems like there's organizers, doctor, that sort of have really invested in this sort of, I don't know what, I don't know what the word is, but it's a movement, it's a cause, it's sort Mm -hmm. of a whole ecosystem, it's a segment of society that exists around this. And I think other people just get sucked in because, you know what, there are legitimate concerns about the vaccine mandates. They don't make any sense, but most people don't behave this way. What's the tipping point to acting out like this? That's an interesting question. Um, I think that... Partly what we're seeing here is also a desire to belong to a community. Yes. People have been in lockdowns in various um, times throughout the two years. They are not able to to do things they're normally able to do. Right? We've all had to make adjustments, some people more than others, um, depending on their family situation and their occupations. Um, there have been more government interventions than we're used to having in our day-to-day lives. People have been isolated. And so I do think that when, especially when you look at the Ottawa protest, um, people are there because they're connecting to other people. They're connecting to other people over some kind of anger, um, but also they're looking for like-minded people. They're looking to have a role in society. They're looking to have community. It reminds me in, in that sense of the Occupy movement, sure. right? Where yep. that's what, that's what drove a lot of people. Their lives were not going the way that they were supposed to go, according to the book, right? Go to university, get this job, buy this house, whatever it is. And so um, people had a sense of, of failure sometimes about those narratives. And they went to different parts of the movement to find other people who were feeling the same way. Yeah, a very different kind of movement, but similar in the community sense. Yeah, and motivated, like you say, that's a great point. It's motivated from the same sort of, like, my life is not what I was told it was going to be or what I expected it to be. Yes, uh, And exactly. so, so we ended up with Occupy Wall Street. Now, those movements just sort of fizzled out on their own after a period of time. What is the trend? How do these movements typically go and incidents like what we're seeing in Ottawa right now? I mean, what, what's the trend line indicate? Well, I don't know that we've seen a movement like this, Not certainly not here in Canada, no. right? And so, um, you know, anything is possible. But uh, I do think that just as you noted earlier, that there are people who are dug in. There are people who are there for confrontation um, and conflict and I think that's what they're looking for. There's a small, like you said, cell or part of the, the group that's looking for some kind of um, confrontation. So I, that's up to the police to determine who that might be and what, if any weapons they might have. But it certainly wouldn't surprise me. Um, I'm just wondering, a lot of these movements and a lot of these causes, they can get... Fi- I mean, when politicians get involved or when friendly media get involved. I think that adds extra elements to it, right? I mean, these these protests take off and, they, and you have people that are outraged or aggrieved, as you say, and, and they get involved. But when you start to get to that next level, be it political or media, then things start to head off in a different direction. Or do I have that wrong? Well, I agree with you. And uh, it's, it's, it's hard to keep up with all the different moving parts that are involved in this. We're getting new information all the time, right? And, of course, they, uh, the protest organizers, uh, it would seem, have told a number of people not to interact with, quote-unquote, mainstream media. 
um, as as I'm sure you know, but um, it seems as though they have constructed in many ways an alternative society. That's what it looks like, just like you were saying, their own ecosystem. And so they have, like, formal titles, right, yeah, yeah. Um, in, in the various roles that they're playing. Um, they are having their own press conferences. They have their own um, food distribution systems. Uh, in many ways, they have built an alternative society, and they have alternative <laughs> alternative facts, right? Um, yeah, sure, yeah, a, yeah. A totally different truth. And um, I don't, I can't uh, speak to this 100%, but I, um, I've i been informed that there's also a, an idea out there of an alternative police force um, and, uh, and, and people being a part of this alternative police force. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. I just can't verify that 100%. Fair enough. Uh, Doctor, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much.